1: Instant transaction analysis. Uh, I'm actually going to make this free for all people that listen to the podcast. Just want to give everyone a chance to see the kind of stuff we're hoping to do with Patreon, with these bonus episodes where we can just give quick thoughts on stuff. Obviously, we're going to go much more in depth and all three of us talk about the stuff that happened to the trade deadline here and what a crazy day it was. Not necessarily for the Orioles, but it's just going to be me, Bob Fallon. Uh, it's Friday, July 30th, around 5 o'clock. And the Orioles did make two trades today on trade deadline day. First, they shipped Sean Armstrong to the Tampa Bay Rays for cash considerations. You know, this was a nothing move. Armstrong was DFA'd in May. Cleared waivers, went back to A Norfolk. Struggled there for a while before he settled in recently. But I guess the Rays wanted to get a potential relief option that wasn't on a 40-man so they could have him in case of an injury coming down the line if he's right. And the Orioles probably just wanted to clear some roster space at AAA, especially with the recent promotions that we talked about on, on The Verge Daily earlier this week with guys like David LeBron, Nick Vespi moving up to AAA. But that was That could have happened any day of the year. Not necessarily a trade deadline special. But they did manage to flip Freddie Galvis back to his former team, the Philadelphia Phillies, in exchange for right-handed pitcher Tyler Birch. He is a 23-year-old. He was an undrafted free agent in 2019. And he is a reliever who has a high-spin fastball that works 93 to 96 miles per hour with a pretty good slider depending on what you read, especially Fangraphs, has uh, bumped him up of late. Elias mentioned it. His stuff has seen a jump since the pandemic. And he is a high strikeout, low walk reliever. He's got 49 strikeouts, over 29.1 innings in the minor leagues this year between high and low A. Only eight walks, in that span for a 1.09 whip. He has given up five home runs, but he struggled a little bit more in low A, actually, and recently has been... Promoted to high A where he has 8 appearances, 11 innings, 18 strikeouts, only 2 walks. I mean, clearly there's something here. He's not much of a prospect, but you're trading Freddie Galvis, a guy who is currently injured working his way back. And Ramon Urias has just proven to be a capable shortstop with more of a potential future value for the Orioles here. So Birch will, I'm assuming, start at high A Aberdeen, but he could be in double A buoy before too long get Justin Ramsey on his case and just see if he can improve a bullpen for the postseason run, potentially for Bowie, that has been lacking other than when they piggyback their starters. He is, like I said, not really a prospect, but Fangraphs has him at a 35-plus potential. This is a guy like your Connor Wades, your Jay Flaws. If he performs and continues to strike out guys and not walk them and have some success in the minors... He'll just keep moving up the ladder and then one day, potentially in the next year or two, he could get a shot at the major leagues to make his debut. And from there, obviously, it's kind of in his own hands at that point. So, at the very least, he is a guy who could make his major league debut for the Orioles over the next year or two. And as far as other trades go, it sounded like the Orioles were close to trading a reliever, whether that's Cole saucer Paul Fry, Tanner Scott, Dylan Tate. That's left to be... Never known, but uh, apparently the deal just didn't quite materialize, and Elias was pretty upfront about that. Mancini did not get traded. No way Means or Mullins were being traded. So it was pretty slow for a trade deadline day for Mike Elias in the Orioles compared to the last couple years with him at the helm, especially last year. But we have plenty of news to talk about on the Monday's episode of the podcast, and We will break down this trade and all the injury news that we've heard from Elias today, as well as all the action in the minor leagues. So stay tuned to On The Verge for your minor league Orioles news and insights. And if you're planning on becoming a patron anytime soon, I would recommend wait till August 1st to get the most bang for your buck so you don't get double charged here at the end of a month. But people are enjoying the On The Verge daily episodes from what we've seen so far, and We just want to continue to push out more content like this. Our top 50 update will be coming over the next couple days as well. So get in while you can. And uh, thanks.